0: 630 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Because I'm happy. alone if you feel like a home without a roof.
1: Because well, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Is you. Yeah. It means one thing, one person. Dr. Gans Ferentz checking in for his monthly checkup. Hey, Dr. Gans.
0: Hey, Jalen. How you doing?
1: I'm doing really well. Nice to hear from you. Uh, wanted to tackle with you. Getting back to school. I mean, I think some of the kids go back tomorrow. Some of them wow. into next week. It's a mm-hmm. nervous time. There's and, and and even more so than I think years past. Uh, traditionally, mm-hmm. first day of school could be pretty tricky, but with everything else going on, there's a lot to think about. So you've come up with some tips to deal with those jitters and let's start with the first one you talk about practicing routines and getting organized now if you haven't already you want to <laughs> get moving
0: yeah you want to jump on it as quickly as you can right well you know so the principle here is that whenever we prepare uh and we kind of practice we just get good at it and it actually lowers the stress in our nervous system right any any new behavior any new thing we have to do carries some stress with it even if it's a good thing and so when we prepare this is why we you know teachers tell you to study for your test and that sort of thing right when you prepare it actually helps you to soothe your nervous system and feel more confident and calm so you can be more successful so things like getting into, like an uh, obvious one, getting into um, a sleep-wake routine, mm. especially for the kids, right? That's really, really important because you don't want somebody, you know, to try to figure it out the day before and then, you know, they're tired in class or they're cranky in the morning or whatever. But even things that we don't think about, like, you know, when you usually take your meals, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, getting making sure the kids are eating around the time they would have their lunch at school. Um, things like practicing any of the, protocols they might need to get into at school, whether it's masking or hand washing or any of that stuff. It's just it's just a good idea to practice and you don't get into that routine early. To you know, get a running start on on the whole first date.
1: Yeah, so it's not, uh, it's not, it's not new. It's just secondhand, and 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 it's done. That's those are great yeah. ideas. Um, you know, communication is is always so key. With I think every conversation that we have, communication is a is a part of uh, of it. Uh, no matter what issue we're talking about, mm-hmm. and certainly. Uh, when it comes to going back to school, being in school doesn't matter if it's a first week or if it's, you know, 10 weeks from now. Communication mm-hmm. is key with your kids while they're in class.
0: Yeah, well this 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 year especially because there has been so much has been back and forth the news is full of stuff, you know, we we don't know what's happening, cases are rising, you know what I mean? And for the last two years, the kids have been sort of, okay, we're in school, we're not in school. And there are probably some emotions around how they feel about going to school. Even on, in normal years, there's going to be emotions about going back to school. Some of them might be happy. Some of them might be, you know, kind of stressed or, you know, apprehensive a little bit, but looking forward to it. But it's, it's a real opportunity for us parents to talk to our kids and build that um, that foundation of communication with them you know with older kids like um, you know in junior high and high school it's just like having a conversation right it's like you know hey how, how is this looking for you how do you feel but with the younger kids it's going to be stuff like just kind of giving them the words ask them how they you know what they are looking forward to you know what they might be thinking about and also helping them to define certain feelings that might be coming up for them because this is this is our job as parents is to help them you know put words to things they're they're experiencing so they can communicate more efficiently in the future.
1: Dr. Gans we know that um you know uh, public school or not public school um elementary school junior school high school depending on where you're at and where your kids are at I mean there's all sorts of Ah, bugaboos that go along with it right there's all sorts mm-hmm. of things that can happen and, and and learning how to deal with that and and this goes back to the communication and and learning how to use your words and and being able mm-hmm. to vocalize your words uh, but also important to say okay you know what there's other ways that we can do it just not with the parents as well Is making sure that they know it's okay to talk to counselors maybe keep yeah. a diary do people even keep diaries anymore <laughs> i used to but like journaling that sort of thing too
0: Absolutely. Well, there's so many things, so many techniques and other people that kids can talk to. And I I really, like, you know, for my kids, well, I've said this lots on the show. I've seen a psychologist for the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. You know, my wife and I have seen a psychologist. My kids see psychologists. I think it's just a smart thing to do to let your kids know that we're not the only adults that you can talk to. You know, if you find a teacher that is, you know, you have a good relationship with, a school counselor for sure. But it's all right and actually really smart to talk about your feelings, especially if stuff starts to kind of go off the rails a little bit. If you're having some anxiety, or if you're worried, or, or especially if you're being bullied or anything like that, it is good to be able to talk to somebody else, another adult, to be able to get those feelings out, um, because then they can, you know, guide you and help you um, figure your way through. Mm-hmm. But like you've mentioned, other tools are available, right? Um, I know the Kids Hotline is is a, a good one that uh, people don't often think about, but also journaling and um, just you know even art therapy, like drawing out your feelings. Yeah, uh, it's it's a really good way to get in touch with how you're feeling, but also offload it so you don't have to carry it around with you and that's especially important for kids because kids don't always don't have the resources we do as adults and they they think they might need to. well sometimes they just think it's normal because they don't know any better.
1: Dr. Gansferens joining me this afternoon you know you look at this list and we're talking about back to school and we're talking about kids but this could be adults as well (laughs) really I think uh, going back to or maybe starting university uh, college Mm -hmm. uh, trades whatever maybe it's a first day on the job even a lot of this stuff really is is apl- applicable to all ages isn't it its is, you
0: know this, this is a wonderful thing about you know this type of thing principles are principles and right so if they apply to the little kids they apply to us you know mm-hmm. bigger kids and adult bodies right so it's like you know what, it first date right uh, <laughs> any of that stuff it really does apply because we're gonna it, it's, it's normal to have a little bit of jitters at the first of anything
1: you say it's important to lead by example it can't be all about the kids what do you mean <laughs>
0: Well, so it's, it's a little trap we fall into as parents. Once, I, I remember when, uh, you know, when my wife and I got married, uh, this weird thing happened, like the, like the day after our wedding. I got really serious, and you know, I was a husband now, and the same thing happened after our first child was born. I don't care if I'm a dad. Now I got, really got to be serious, right? And, you know, we, can, we tend to think that because we have kids, it has to be all about the kids. We, we tend to sacrifice ourselves for the kids, which some of that is appropriate, but yet we have to remember that if we're not in good shape, we're not going to be able to be present enough for the kids, right? And so it, it really is important for us to put our own mask on first to make sure we're good, because here's how this works. When, when, like, kids, what they do, they're little sort of, like, satellite dishes for stress and anxiety and emotions. And if there's a lot of, like, turmoil in a person's, uh, person's experience or in the house, they're going to suck that up mm-hmm. and then sort of act it, well, amplify it, and then act it out, right? Mm-hmm. So when we, as parents, can be settled ourselves, when we have done the work that we need to do to look after ourselves, when we're prepared, we, we plan ahead and we're in routine for the first day of school, we're calmer. We can, one, be more present for the kids if they're having a hard time, but also we, we sort of we provide that anchor of calm to help them know that it's okay. They take the cues from us, so if we're okay, they're going to be much more okay. But then a third thing that they get from this is they get some great modeling. Mm-hmm. They get great examples of, oh, it's okay to look after yourself. It's okay to take a break. It's it's an important thing to make sure you eat regularly, get enough sleep, and that sort of thing, <laughs> right? And so we're teaching them on three levels when we look after ourselves. Because I'm happy.
1: time and Dr. Gans Ference joining us this afternoon registered psychologist of course you can find out more uh, and access some of his great services and uh, and and all sorts of tips and information at askdrgans.com we're talking about these tips for back to school because it can be pretty nerve-wracking for parents and for kids so we've heard some some great ones already about practicing routines and being organized talking communication make sure that you have that communication. Communication door open with your children and leading by example. But I love this one as well to wrap things up. It's about celebrating success, and it doesn't have to be the big ones, can be those little successes.
0: Absolutely. This is something that we, I think generally as a culture we don't do enough of, and that is celebration. I, I've often said celebration is a fuel for success. You know, the more we celebrate, the more juice we have to go and create more success in our lives and so you know when you are thinking about our kids and going back to school and, and I, I don't think it's just the kids i think it's the whole family the parents everybody when you have a successful first day and a successful first week, even just showing up and surviving, right? <laughs> I think that's worth celebrating. This is something we do at our house a lot. You know, first day, it's like, okay, we're gonna have a, like a, a dinner with you know what the kids want to eat right now. My kids are big now, like 21 and 17, but you know, but back mm-hmm. when they're little, it's like, okay, we're having French fries and hot dogs or whatever. You know, on the weekend, all right, we're gonna rent a movie and we're gonna just kind of have some family time and just you know. Just mark the fact that you made it through the first week, and how was it? And way to go! This is great, right? Yeah. But anytime we celebrate stuff, we really help to create uh, just just kind of mark our competence at whatever it is we're celebrating. And what we know is, and you know, this is for kids as well as adults. It's competence that creates confidence uh-huh. and so when we when we have when we know that we're competent at something we have much more confidence in all areas of life so it really can be very helpful for the kids to feel that way about school
1: and I think uh you know as humans as a matter for kids or adults we're pretty bad oftentimes at rolling our eyes at celebrating the little things oh it's not that big of a deal don't worry about it but no if we make it it doesn't have to be a big deal but acknowledging it goes a long way exactly and it could be just something like okay
0: I did it that's awesome <laughs> you know it doesn't have to be a parade you know that's you're okay it's, it's all right you know so just just pointing out that it happened and we did something good you know and it's funny I just you gotta say this real quick when you look at people who are hyper successful right yeah. you know the Olympics just ended and you look at uh, some of the athletes they have rituals and they they are very good at, at celebrating mm-hmm. they understand and this is not just that it's not a natural it's not just a natural thing with them this is programmed like they know that when they do something well if they celebrate it they are more likely to do that same thing better or at least as good in the future so it's a practical very practical tool that works on our minds our subconscious and our physiology to help us be successful so you know i know it's a simple thing and you know like people do make fun of it but it really really does work and it's very powerful
1: dr gans ferentz love it thanks for this
0: You're very welcome. Thanks for having me, as always.
1: Yeah, you betcha. You can check out uh, more again at Dr. Gans's website at AskDrGans.com.